0: My marriage was a success. Yeah, I look at it as like a curriculum when you're in college or high school, right? You're learning, you're growing, you're evolving, you're creating, and I was able to create with Corey some beautiful, amazing children. Mm-hmm, yeah. And at the end of that curriculum, and at the end, there's a graduation, there's a celebration. Mm-hmm. So that's basically you know, how I'm looking at it now. And I feel like people look at When they look at marriage, that success equals longevity. But no, at the end of the day, it's, are they happy?
1: So, the voice of reason has returned to the scene of the enlightenment. Yes, it's time for the voice of reason and KBLA to team up once again. To bring you The Voice of Reason by Zoe Williams on KBLA Talk 1580. Let me just say that clip, I cannot tell you how many, when I'm not exaggerating, how many thousands of people sent me that clip today of the of the, the sister, uh, I think it's Tia Maori, just got a divorce, and people are in the thread saying, cite your source, give Zoe his credit. You know, because, you know, my 2015 book, The Relationship Dismount, How to Stick the Landing When Exiting a Toxic Relationship, I I say those words in the book, you know. Relationship is a highly reflective classroom where the biofeedback you get from your partner is your personal curriculum. Now, did she read the book? I don't know. Is she willfully not citing her source? It doesn't matter. The purpose of putting the book and the information out there is for it to inspire people. You know, and, and people are reaching out to me. Oh, they're hey, they stealing your stuff. They they're taking you, you know. in, in a way, I'm flattered and 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 I feel like good. The information is getting to where it needs to go. And if people are now starting to recontextualize the way they view relationships, changing their perception. And if I had any little bit to do with it, then man, I, I think I'm doing the work that I was supposed to do by being brought here on earth. Or being brought here to earth, I should say. And let me give you an example of this. Uh, one of my clients, uh, I have been coaching this young lady and her guy for many, I mean, for months, and I haven't coached them in a while. And she reached out to me because sometimes you feel like the work you do is not being respected, accepted or whatever. Because ultimately, this is when I get into this topic, you're going to see this is what I am and this is what I tend to attract and repel. And But what's beautiful about what this sister wrote, do I have time? You tell me. I got time? Good. The The sister wrote, and I'm not going to tell you her name or anything like that because I don't want to reveal her identity, but the sister said, I know a lot of people, myself included, tell you all the time, how much they appreciate you, and how much of an impact you've made on their lives. But I mean this literally with everything in me. Thank you. Thank you for our talks, your book recommendations, your advice, your shows that you work hard on every single day. Thank you. Recently, wait, wait till we get to the second part of this, because this is the part that blew me away. When I come forward, the voice of reason is going to finish this letter that came from a former client. I'm going to get into the topics. You already know the phone lines are open. I want to talk to you all because this is a non-judgmental space where we discuss and share. The voice of reason shall return after we come forward.
2: Reasons. Reasons. The reasons that we're here. The reasons that we fear our feelings won't disappear. Disappear. You're listening to the voice of reason with Zoe so Williams on KBLA Talk 1580.
1: In the building, the weekend is almost here. Listen, before I've come before I came full circle, after having coming forward, I was reading a letter to y'all that came from uh sister who, a former coaching client of mine. And she was thanking me how the letter started. She was thanking me. But the second part of the letter is the part that really hit me upside my head. She said, recently I received a phone call from my oldest son's school from his counselor saying that his teacher found a paper he wrote that said he wanted to kill himself. She said, that's something no parent ever wants to hear. I immediately went to his school and sat and talked with him. She said, the way I was able to handle this, the way I was able to speak to him, couldn't have happened if I was never introduced to you and started this journey. She said, it's really true when it's said, when the student is ready the teacher will appear she said the fact that i was able to talk to him about what i've learned about loving oneself being your own happiness your own source of happiness etc 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 and having it just flow and speak life into him not only because i read and listened But I also applied things that you said to my own life. She said, this was literally the greatest gift I could have ever received. And you're a huge part of that. So. You know, sometimes. People are dealing with things, man, and you never know what they're going through. See, we live in a society, man, that's based on metrics, that's based on outcomes, Right? (laughs) How many followers you got? How many people are calling in? How many views did you get? And sometimes that doesn't, most of the times, that doesn't matter, man. How many people's lives did you change or help change for the better? Now, this topic today is about me in a way, in a sense. And and I'll make the distinction. Tonight's topic, don't, hey, don't get scared now. 1-800-920-1580. Call me, call me, call me. I need to talk to you. I want to hear your stories. The relationship repairman. The fix is on. An intriguing look at many couples' fascination with trying to fix their partner (laughs) slash significant other. Are you a perpetual fixer in your relationship? Is your significant other slash spouse partly responsible for helping you fix yourself? True or false, there's a fine line between supporting your partner and trying to fix them. Why does my partner even want to fix me? Do they think they're better than me? Do they think they're in a position to help me? Why do they want to help me? Do they want anything after they've helped me? Like, what is the payoff for helping me? What is your motive, your intention behind helping me? Does your help come with the expectation of repayment? 1-800-920-1580. Get to your phone lines. It's real talk tonight. Real talk this evening. True or false? When you do something for someone else that they could do for themselves, you're not really helping them. You're hindering them. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Let me hit you. Let me me bring that back. Uh, Huh? Because I ain't going to be no relationship handyman. See, see, let me read. Let me read it again. True or false. When you do something for someone else that they could do for themselves, you're not helping them. You're hindering them. Now, watch me put this in context. When I show your wounds, empathy. For you, I am hindering your growth. Can I? <laughs> if, if, huh? See, if you created expectations for me to love on your wounds when you refuse to, I'm stunting your spiritual growth. True or false? Somebody get in here and ask. I, I, I need somebody to talk about it. 1-800-920-1580. I need somebody to get in here and speak the truth to me tonight. I want to read that one more time. True or false? When you do something for someone else that they could do for themselves, you're not helping them. You're hindering them. Helping them with something they could do for themselves is actually selfish on your part. What? Huh? See, it's easy to get into a relationship. It's hard to get out of it when you ain't did no work. See, when you do self-work, when you start to work on you, breaking up is easy. <laughs> right? Right? But if you have calcified wounds that serves as the mortar for your toxic attachment, it's pretty difficult to break up. (laughs) A lot of people get real salty when you grow up right in front of them. And you say, hey, I've had enough. Now you the bad guy, you the villain. You're the user, you're the manipulator. True or false? I got to read it again. It's just so powerful. True or false. When you do something for someone else that they could do for themselves, you're not helping them. You're hindering them. Helping them with something they could do for themselves is actually selfish on your part. Because really. You're doing. You're doing for them. For a payoff, whatever the payoff might be, you're doing it so you can get something. Can I tell you, support and helping your partner and, and working with them and, and rolling with them. Is, and let me tell you something. All of that stuff is selfless. You don't do it to get paid back. This is why I call people wound loan sharks. The wound in their spirit is said. go out there and get my money. <laughs> so they go out to help people. This is what the white knight and the white knight syndrome and, and and it's another term. I'm gonna pull it up for you guys in a second, but this is what that's all about. I'm gonna go out and help people with the silent agenda that they will help me. Relationship loan sharks. Handyman. <laughs> Relationship handyman. That's what somebody in the chat room is saying right now. Do you often try to help your friends, family members, or even co-workers or acquaintances fix their problems? Why are you looking to fix somebody else's problem? Is there an underlining current of control in your desire and urge to fix somebody else? True or false? Being a perpetual fixer Might feel good to the fixer, but it can also be a toxic kiss of death for a relationship. How difficult is it for the person with the fixer mentality? That's what it's called, the fixer mentality. Right? To resist the urge of changing their partner into what they perceive is for the better. You would be better off if you did this. You would be better off if you did that. Let me let me help you. Let me help you do it. See, let me tell you something. You can ask your partner for help. Hell, I did it. You can ask your partner for help. I need help. Help me do this. Help me do that. But if that help comes with a spiritual interest rate, A spiritual APR. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. That's not really help. They're doing it for something. Why are there so many broken women out there trying to fix broken men? Don't they realize that they're broken? Why are there so many broken men out there trying to fix broken women? Don't they realize that they're broken? Let me tell you. Oh, The phone lines are cracking right now. 1-800-920-1580. Get in here. I want your honest opinion about tonight's show. Agree or disagree. For some, the need to fix others can be overpowering. We want to fix what we perceive to be broken or not working properly. The need to fix others can often be seen in romantic relationship. One partner feels that the other may need a little work in order to make him or her a better person or a better partner in the relationship. Are y'all ready for this tonight? Are y'all ready? one 800 1580 Get in here, man. Sean from Oakland, California. Talk to me, brother.
3: Hey brother. Wow.
1: I mean, this is so important
3: in my opinion, it is so important. And I had to learn this late in life Um, because it's a natural instinct. I believe in good people to try to help someone else out. And, And I mean this sincerely because my son with a, you know, disability and all of that, all the children, when they're young, they, they're, they're trying to help that person. They're trying to do this for that person. They're trying to do that for that person. But in actuality, you are actually hindering their chance to do it on their own. Right. You're replacing your thought with uh, their thought. Mm-hmm. And the same thing with relationships. Let me give you a silly example, but maybe this will be a good one. So if, if you're a parent and you have, a, a, you know, it's snowing outside, right? And your kids all have jackets on, they're all bundled up and they come in the door after school Right. They open the door. They come into your entryway and you have hangers for all the coats and the kids just throw the coats on the floor. Right. Now, I'm in front of where they can go next as a parent. And I say and uh, I could say, you know better. Hang that coat up. What are you doing? Right. I just inserted my thought process. How about do this? Oh, hold on a second now. I noticed you dropped your coats on the floor and then look at the place where you hang up the coat.
4: Right.
3: And this is the same thing in relationships. I know we all want, you know, you know, people to do, maybe it is whatever it is we want them to do, but unless it's intrinsic, unless it comes from them, the other person or yourself, if if it's reversed, Unless it comes from you internally, from wherever that is in your mind and everything else, it it will not embed. It will not be solid. And man, I learned this lesson so hard because I had no idea, you know. And, and when I when I started to to learn this and try to do this, my kids and people around me, you know, it was so much better because I had to do less, but I was
1: doing more. Mm. Mm. I love it, Sean. Thank you so much, brother. Thank you, thank you, thank you for the insight. You already know you got a seat at the table, brother. Call me anytime. We appreciate it. If you thank want to bring you your much. city in the building, all you got to do is call me at one 800 9 1580 We were in Orlando, Florida with Sean. Now we're going to bounce over to Raleigh, North Carolina. Chakra Q. Get in here, <laughs> sir.
2: Hey, peace and protection, brother man. Uh, so I, I'm gonna just try to go in and I'm gonna, I'm gonna make this real short. And so I feel like myself, like the brother from In living color. I was the I was the handyman up up in a way, and I felt like I was, you know, I've been called what Captain Savor, you know, and mm-hmm. all these other things. And I just going in, being raised by a strong black woman, and my father was in the house, and just realizing I was just open. I, yes, there was a sympathy for all of these women that, you know, that's how you got the movie. Uh, I'm not going to get off. I'm getting off topic. But I felt like I was pouring into women who really um, were, were showing me their, their hurt, and I felt like, you know, I was just pouring myself into them. And fast forward, those relationships didn't work out. Um, later on in life, they've come back to me and said, you know what, you made me the woman that I am. You set me on a path. You know, to finding myself and et cetera and et cetera, and that was that wasn't what I was looking for. Now I later on realized what the importance of that, and 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 I became uh, an opportunist, and I, I
1: misabuse.
2: I mean, I, I misused that that power. But I would have to say, just to tie it all in, that absolutely, I think it's a fact. I, I would agree that people do initially those who haven't. um Realize or started their journey on just fixing themselves that yes, we do go into situations trying to fix other people with an expectation that this person is gonna pay me back in some way, shape, or
1: form. Wow. Hey brother, I appreciate the insight. You brought Raleigh, North Carolina into the building. Listen, if you want to bring your city in the building, all you gotta do is call one 800 9 non-judgmental space. The voice of reason is on fire tonight. Are you a relationship repairman? Are you constantly trying to fix your friends, your family members, and most importantly, your significant other?
5: I'll never, ever let you go. No, no, no.
6: Love, love. and hope that you're
1: okay. Ladies you call and brothers. I'll wait and the voice of reason and his co-host back in here. We got a mini versus happening. Atlantic star versus midnight star. Secret lovers. Maybe Wet My Whistle wasn't ready for this record, right? This was a big time record. Wet My Whistle. Not quite secret lovers. But we're in here and we're having a very powerful conversation. I see myself as a fixer. You know, or at least I used to be. The one realization or there's several realizations, but one of the real realizations that came to me was you're not really a giver. If you're expecting something from a wounded place. Hear what I'm saying. If your expectation is born out of an unhealed wound and then you like create this survival behavior to get what you think the wound needs by doing for others right by trying to fix others that's not really giving that's not really fixing right in a way you start to interfere with their process sometimes you got to let people own right. And this is what I'm about to say here. Own the karma that comes from their actions, trying to help people fix it. You actually intercept their karma in a way. Listen to me very carefully tonight, because I'm I'm picking my words very, very carefully on this show. Can the obsessive act of helping others be a form of escapism from self-work? If I help them, if I make their lives better, then I think I'm good. This keeps uh, the attention off of me. This keeps the attention off of what I need to focus on. See, what you really need to be is a secret lover to them damn wounds. Oh, you never, you didn't think I was gonna call back the Atlantic star secret love. That's who should be your secret lover. See, you wanna have a lover, but you don't wanna do the work to actually cultivate love within your spirit. So you can become a beacon of love instead of just somebody seeking love. Get that rhyme, a beacon. Of love, somebody who radiates love as opposed to somebody with a candle in the wind searching for somebody to love you. Can the obsessive act of helping others be a form of escapism from self work? Now, we broke it down on many shows, many shows. Where are we at? 137 episodes since March, right? 137 episodes. You're the source of your happiness. You're the source of your self-esteem. You're the source of your self-worth, right? You're the source of your self-approval. When you start pouring all of that into you, you find that expectations of your partner becomes sort of useless. Why? Why would expectations then go away? For the expect, expectation lovers out there. Because as you conquer. What is yours to conquer within you. You start to vibrate at a higher level of consciousness. And in doing so call back the beaker. You become a beaker of higher consciousness. Do you understand? You start to attract different types of people that are resonating at the frequency you're on. 1974, fantasy, earth, wind and fire. You will find other kinds who have been in search of you. And that happens on all uh, on every spectrum Of consciousness at the lower level of consciousness you will find other kinds who have been in search of you goofies are attracted to you you become a beacon for bums a beacon for busters as you grow up spiritually you start to find other kinds that have been in search of you that equal the frequency that you're on helping others does not always equate to healing oneself. See, the real help needs to come from you to you before you can actually... Listen to what I'm saying. The real help has to come from you to you so you can grow up sp- spiritually and then begin to attract All of the things that you thought you desired. Why did you word it that way, Zoe? Because once you grow up, you might find out that what you wanted was too small. See, wounds, unhealed wounds, do not have an expansive vision. Unhealed wounds are one-dimensional. Feed me. Give me, gimme, gimme, gimme. I I Is anybody listening tonight? <laughs> Agree or disagree? An unhealthy wish to fix others is to get into a relationship where the partner is seen as someone who needs fixing. Now you're hunting the wounded. Your wounds say, I know how to find them. Because we on the same frequency. I know where the wounds are. There, there go one, he in trouble. There go one, she in trouble. See, there's power in being needed. Oh, oh, but there's much more power in being respected. There's much more power in being wanted, meaning I want you, but I don't want you to do anything. Just be you. I wanna be around you, and that's enough. I don't need you to perform or do anything. Just, I want you to just be you because that is the gold in this experience. And that should be a bi-directional exchange. Lord have mercy. When we come forward, are you a perpetual fixer in your relationships? People scared to call in tonight. 1-800-920-1580. Call me when I come forward. Is it good to you? Good to you? More Voice of Reason with Zoe Williams when we come forward. Come forward. Electricity. My little mini battle. Midnight Star versus Atlantic Star. What y'all want to do about it? The voice of reason is on fire tonight, but let me hit you to this. Let me hip you to something real quick. Here are some reasons for why we shouldn't try to fix our partners. First off, the fixer doesn't understand that people in general are more capable. Then the fixer may give them credit for being more capable, more resourceful, uh, more ingenuitive. They 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 can you know figure some things out. And sometimes being a supportive partner doesn't mean getting your hands dirty in the work of your partner, right? Like I'ma support you, and I may say I may point in a direction. But really, the work should be done by you because that's what grows you up. That's what evolves you. A lot of fixers also project their fears onto others. Oh, Lord. (laughs) I know a lot of people don't want to hear this tonight. I understand. Reason number three. You know. You stop people from growing and learning. We, we mentioned that, you know, because people are capable and resourceful. Reason number four. Can, this is the this is the real big one right here. Do you know. That most of us really don't know what's best for another person. You've heard me explain this before. I said we are in a shared experience when we're in relationship together. However. Even in that close of a relationship, my partner can't have direct access to my experience. My experience gets translated through their perception. So what they're giving us back in terms of who they think we are is an interpretation, a facsimile, a Xerox copy of the real thing that's listening to your perception of it. I don't know if y'all are ready for tonight. Listen, when I come forward, I'm going to jump on the phone with my guy, Davy Lee, from Bryant, Arkansas. We all over the country tonight. We're going to talk to Davy Lee when we come forward. Reasons. reasons. The reasons that we're here. The reasons that we fear. Our feelings won't disappear.
2: Disappear. You're listening disappear. to The Voice disappear. of Reason with Zoe Williams on KBLA Talk
1: 1580. Atlantic star strikes back. Silver shadow. And you guys heard me talk about this before. The shrouded lighthouse. How to discover the silver lining in any situation shift. There's silver in the shadow. That silver represents illumination but you can't be afraid of your shadow self. You can't fear your shadow self. And sometimes people will turn into the gullible giver just so they can escape the shadow. But I'm here to tell you deep within the shadow, there lies a silver lining. Davy Lee, Brian, Arkansas, get in here.
2: Yes, sir. How y'all doing tonight, man? It's good to hear from y'all.
1: No, it's good to to hear from you, brother. I'm good, brother. How you?
2: I'm pretty good, man. Just living life
1: and loving it, man. Trying to get my ish together, you know? That's about it. I got you. I got you. I got you. (laughs) All right, so what do you think about tonight's topic? What are your thoughts?
2: Yes, sir. My thoughts so far is, like, you know, I've been the person who pour myself out on people so, you know, I can get things back. You know, sometimes I feel like it comes from, um... Just the relationships I've seen my mother with, you know, trying to uh, emulate the only parent that I've seen in the household. So, you know, I try to give out things to receive certain things back. And it really don't be good for me, man, because, you know, it's like you're using somebody for an intention. You know what I'm saying? So I, I don't like that type of stuff. You know, you find yourself being a user more than a giver when you are uh, giving and you got a hidden clause behind something. It's like you got a clause behind
1: something where you're really not giving from your
2: truest intentions. You know, you really. You really looking for something on the end,
1: you know? Oh man, you cooking, mm. you cooking. Hey, brother, let me say this: Thank you for heeding the call to action and getting on the phone line. We appreciate the insight, nothing but game and jewels from you, good brother. We appreciate it. you got a seat at the table. Call in anytime. Yes, sir. I'm all at you. Yes, sir. Hey, that was Bryant, Arkansas, in the building. If you want to bring your city in the building, you know the routine. Get to your phone lines one eight hundred nine twenty fifteen eighty. Let me see if I could get Nzinga in here. Nzinga, we up against it. Hello? I may I may have to carry you over. We up against it, but talk to me.
5: That's fine. Um, good evening, everybody. Yes. Um. No, you can't change anybody. You can do and do and do, and they may not reciprocate. I just kind of have a rule. Either you do something from the heart, it's like a business deal. Ooh. Um, so if you're going to do something, you're just doing it, you don't. Know. But, of course, I have found myself in that cycle where, you know, you're doing things for people expecting stuff back. But I try. To, I don't like to make myself upset, so I just try not to expect anything back, you know, just do stuff and, you know. The universe will take
1: care of you, I guess. Man, Nzinga, I love you. Thank you for heeding the call to action. In We appreciate the call. Bye, Pensacola, Florida is in the building because of Nzinga. If you want your city to come in here, all you got to do is call me. 1-800-920-158. When we come forward, I'm going to South Carolina to talk to justice. show their weaknesses.
2: Yeah. How do you write women so well?
1: So Williams, reason and accountability, the voice of reason.
0: Are you in any relationship where you're always trying to fix or help the other person? Do you come up with lists and scenarios of what your son, sister, best friend should do to have a better life? Do you obsess even a little about your partner's problems or how they're making you unhappy? you're in the right place. I'm Dr. Abby Medcalf, and after 30 years of working directly with literally 1000s of clients, I found five ways to successfully get out of codependent patterns and into healthy fulfilling relationships. And I've created a new free gift that's going to help you really stop your codependency. And I'll share that later in the video. So let's do this. Number one, you got to practice loving detachment. And I want to be clear that this is not tough love. And it's a concept that's difficult for a lot of people to to really understand, but it's loving detachment means that you separate yourself emotionally, spiritually, mentally from another person and what they're doing, saying or thinking. And now (laughs) detaching yourself from other people's behaviors and words is great in theory and doing it with love but it can be a difficult thing to actually do in practice. So it, it really takes some courage and strength to see that you can be happy no matter what other people do. Again, I'm not saying it's easy. I'm just saying it's very possible. I've done a whole podcast on this, I have a three step process for doing loving detachment effectively. So make sure you check it out. Of course, all links are below this video. Number two, you cannot control other people. I know I've been trying for years, it doesn't work no matter how much you push, manipulate, cajole, threaten, ultimately, you can't really control other people's actions or behaviors. So you gotta focus on yourself and not them. You need to find ways to make yourself happy and fulfilled despite other your relationships and what's happening. Don't rely on other people to make you happy. You know, first of all, it's not their job, but also you're gonna end up disappointed and frustrated a lot. And you know, cause that's what's happening. So you have to find your own sources of happiness that really you can control a hundred percent. And I will tell you that uh, effective boundaries- So so,
1: really so you telling me Zoe Williams is crazy. When I say all of the essential things you need can be found within yourself. So Zoe crazy. Who who is Zoe talk? Who's who the guy Zoe that be talking? Who is he? <laughs> who is he to be talking? Uh, so I'm crazy, right? Relationships are inverted. You gotta do a good job with you before you can do a good job with somebody else. You, you have to have a great relationship with you before you can have a great relationship with somebody else. Or what's going to happen is, just like the sister said, you're going to be hurt. You're going to be disappointed. You're going to be frustrated. And then this is, this is something very tricky that uh, the ego, unhealed wounds, and <laughs> your mind does. They tend to villainize anything in anybody that doesn't give them what they want. I told you relationships are inverted, meaning give me this. Make me happy. Accept me. Approve of me. But if you don't give them that, you're the villain. You're toxic. Something's wrong with you. Do you see what I'm saying? Can can you visualize what I'm laying flat right now? In the clip that I just played for you, the woman talked about loving detachment. So when Zod starts quoting the Buddha and detachment and detachment, he says, attachment is the source of all suffering. So you hear me say, oh, dukkha, the Sanskrit word "duka," which means bad space. Uh, when we come forward, I'm going to get deeper into this, but the phone lines are on fire tonight. I'm going to the phone lines. We're going from Baltimore, Detroit, South Carolina, Dallas, Texas. I'm definitely going to South Carolina first. We're going to talk to Justin. Wait, what's my time, brother? Oh, I got time. Duka. Do, bad, ka, space, bad space. This is the word for dissatisfaction, disappointment, just general unhappiness. This is what the Sanskrit and the the, the ancient Hindus was dukkha. But then there's a flip side to that called sukkha, su, good, ka, space, good space. I did a whole show on bad and good space. Do not, I'm going to say it again, do not run to a relationship to heal your wounds. Run to your first relationship, the relationship with you. The relationship with your mama now. Right? That place that you modeled. Run there first. Because otherwise, everybody's going to be a villain to you everybody's going to be responsible for why you're disappointed and upset. Oh, Lord. I don't know if y'all listening tonight. Are y'all listening? I see the phone lines are lit. I got to talk to everybody tonight. If you're just tuning in, please understand what this is tonight. The relationship repair man. The fix is on. An intriguing look at many people's fascination with trying to fix their ex. Their significant other. Is your significant other slash spouse responsible for helping you fix yourself? I contend no. When we come forward, all phone calls. Get ready, callers. Keep it concise because I got to run through all of you. Keep it concise. I got to run through all of you. When I come forward, the phone lines are lit. Reasons. Reason. The reasons that we're here, the reasons that we fear, our feelings won't disappear. Disappear. You're listening to the voice of
2: reason with Zoe Williams on KBLA Talk
1: 1580. Ladies! And, and brothers! Boy, don't y'all miss the slow jamming days. Woo! We got to learn how to slow dance again, y'all. Do they they even slow dance? Andy, get get on the mic real quick. Andy, do y'all slow dance?
2: I couldn't even tell you the last time I slow danced. Probably
1: at a wedding, though. I mean, like, slow dance. She was close to you. You had your hand around her waist and other parts. Last time was definitely at a wedding. That's good, brother. We got to bring that back. That was a beautiful time. But uh, definitely not a no-club situation or anything like that.
2: (laughs) Once it hits midnight and they start playing the slow jams, (laughs) we close to each other, but it's a different type of close.
1: (laughs) All right, let's get these phone callers in here. Y'all been on the line. Let's get them in. Justin from Dillon, South Carolina. Talk to us. You You got to turn your whole living room down. Your living room is oh, on yeah, fire yeah, yeah. right now. You got to turn that living room down. You good, man? Yeah, you good now. Talk to me, brother. What do you think about tonight's All topic? Right, man.
7: Tonight's, tonight's topic, man. Check this out. When it comes to healing, it doesn't work for a lot of people because people don't have healing for a goal. They don't have an end game with it. They just say, oh, I'm healing, I'm healing. Oh, and I'm doing the work, I'm healing. What are you what are you what are, what are you trying to transform to? What what is the manifestation of your healing? What is, like what is, what is it? What are you trying to get to? A lot of people don't know about that. No, it,
1: you know it it is a struggle Justin, you know what's interesting? Most people really don't want to heal, they just want to feel better. So exactly. t- so typically moving on is like healing for most people. Like I moved on. Mm-hmm. I'm in another situation. That's how people that's how most people heal they don't really confront what is theirs to confront right what is theirs to deal with they just create another situation and for the time that it yeah. feels good they're like hey i've moved on i'm in a better place but those issues that help create the last issue still exist go ahead finish your thought brother well with that it's it, it like it's like
7: people. People don't understand humans, and it's nothing new under the sun when it comes to humans. So, people people try people have many a, a way they try to heal. They 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 heal by attaching on to another person, and th- that person might have a lot of money and drive a nice cars, so they want to be around that person to make them feel good. Or they might like they like being around this person because he drinks a lot, and they want to be in a sunken place. Mm-hmm. So. People just don't understand how how nature how nature is how humans are and how we and the different activity because if people understand humans people understood people understand the situation they're in who they're around why they're feeling like this or oh, this person right here they doing this because they they all they they had attachment issues or this person does this because they they had they had they were bullied growing up so they have anger issues people don't understand human human activity so people so people just do anything to To get away, like you said, and do anything to get away so it it's a lack it's a lack of knowledge it's a lack of knowledge of self and a lack of knowledge of human around them and human activity because there's a lot of people just walk period
1: no man, I it, agree it, it, with it, you. It's, it's a struggle I agree with you, brother. I agree yeah. with you, man. You got one more point for us. Give us one more point because you cook it
7: more point, yeah well. At the same time when it comes when it when it comes to healing is that first of all it's a level of maturity as well. You have you have to it's it's a it's a mind game. You have to make constant decisions to change. A lot of people like being in what they're in because some of the people get a joy out of people of uh, feeling, like, Oh man, oh man, they've been going through that for years, you know, such stuff lost their husband a couple years ago. They like being in that. They get they they get they get People like attention as well, and people get attention in weird ways. Mm. So a lot of people like being in certain positions. A lot of people, you have people that like being in um in higher positions because they had they had they had um issues as a child. So they like being they like being in power positions. They like all they like all the gratitude and all and all the kudos from people because that they they're hiding from hiding from different things.
4: No,
3: so agree.
7: healing. So so healing so healing 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 is a broad topic because people people find healing people find healing in different ways and they and they use it for for their advantage in different ways. It, it, it's a nasty game when you think about it because people people don't really know what healing is really. No, because,
1: you're right. But listen, but listen Justin. But listen now. I ask you to give me one more point. You gave me 36. I appreciate it. Yeah, so thank you, brother. You dropped some jewels. We appreciate it. you got a seat at the table. Call in any brother. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Listen, that was South Carolina. You want to bring your city in the building? All you gotta do is call me at one 1580 We talking real tonight. Ra Haru, Detroit, Michigan. Get in here. Greatest brother, how you doing? What's up, good brother? How you?
4: Hey, hey, I'm excellent. Uh Steph ass Um hey a- uh, just from how being a perpetual healer led me into actually feeling and learning, earning the greatest divine essence of my life, experience in my life. Mm-hmm. I, I, I was loving from a deficit, maybe even anything you can p- consider a PTSD, uh, abandonment issues, whatever you have, right? You can apply that to that. But growing through this, earning this enabled me to learn who I am, how to love myself. It was actually through a copulation with a woman who I felt I was going to marry, but I earned a daughter. And right out that child is being waged against me as uh, a weapon. Also, something like you mentioned about the child support, when should a man leave a good woman? All of these past few couple days, this is universal. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, at, I'm I'm saying, but yet it led it to myself where I used to want to project something on others. Oh, it was their fault. You know, why are you not with ex? uh Boom! It was something eighty. No, it said, "Where are you missing it?" And so I learned and earned through me trying to feel like I gained some type of superficial, sacrificial—if that's a word—type of gain from giving from a full place of what I felt was love. But it actually taught me that. But but wait, there's more. Mm. Um. That's good i'm stuff. in a space where thank you brother uh but I, I i appreciate you because a lot of the listenings and earnings have came through this channel so i you know we say uh Jesus. no man it's always man oh
1: always no 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 a no.
4: level
1: oh that's too deep hey brother let me say hey, this Jezo, man i got yeah. you rule man i love you for that man thank you man for the insight for the jewels I appreciate you, brother, for coming on here and sharing. You brought Detroit, Michigan in the building. Listen, if you want to bring your city in the building, all you got to do is call me at 1 800 920 1580. 1 800 920 1580. Who's been on the longest? Neek is the night. Baltimore, Maryland from Detroit. Let's get over to Baltimore, Maryland. Neek is the night. Talk to me.
5: Hey, though. How are you today?
1: I'm good, I'm good, I'm good.
5: That's great, that's great. Well, I I love helping people, but you taught me that because I expect people to do stuff for me that it's really not genuine. But it's automatic for me, though. Like, if somebody needs help, if somebody doesn't know anything or they, they lost, even exes, I help them. I'm like a case manager. That's like my job. Like, so I always try to help even for my own birthday. I celebrate other people. I give other people gifts, not just me.
1: <laughs> so, no, but remember, I re- remember sometimes when people do that, if they're not totally healed, they wind up neglecting themselves. That's what we, you understand what I'm saying? Giving mm-hmm. is only giving when there's no residue. See, the residue mm-hmm. produces what residue, uh, psychological residue, emotional residue, traumatic residue. That residue produces an expectation, an agenda. Right. Oh, this is what I really want out of this situation. Right. Or I want to run from, you know, the work that I'm doing from for, for this person I should be doing for myself. But this this allows me to run away from that work. So. Remember, all giving must be selfless or other or or else it's connected to some kind of strings, some type of agenda, some type of contract. Many people have silent contracts. I mean, I know a lot of people don't want to hear that, but that's really what it is. Neek, finish your thought.
5: So I just wanted to say that um, I am uh, aware of that. I do that. So now I'm going to try to change that. So thank you, though. Thanks for your help.
1: You welcome, sweetheart. But let me <laughs> let me remind you of the grandmaster of them all. Yoda. Do or do not. There is no try. <laughs> there is no. I'm a, sometimes let me let me I love it because you done opened up another can of worms. Sometimes people will hit you without try. And that lets you know you're not really going to do this because they will hit you with the I'll try. Uh, you know, I'm going to try to stop doing that. You don't really want to do that, do you? You don't really want to stop. You know, I'm going to try. You know, I'll try to fix that. You know that means I'm going to get around to it if I remember to. So, again, this Yoda here now, Yoda says, Do. Or do not. do not. There is no try. Either you're going to get it done or no. Okay? I'm going to get it done. All right, cool. I appreciate all you, right. sister. Thank you. <laughs> Listen, when I come forward, I'm going to talk to one of my home. Oh, my home. Oh, we got time. My brother is in the building. You know, I got to talk to this brother. I always talk to this brother. I love this brother right here. He calls in, he give me jewels, the whole nine. True Monger, Dallas, Texas. we bouncing all over the United States right now. True Monger, get in here.
6: Yes, sir. Uh hmm, Perpetual fixes. Um, I've caught myself not intentionally doing it, but I've done it. I'm guilty of it just like anybody else. Um I point out certain things and try to keep it in their mind that this is something to work on. At the same time, they were doing it to me. But I think at the time, we were both too immature to really embrace what was being said to each other. So we would get frustrated about it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you get into arguments or whatnot, and then you would kind of get it after the fact, or you have, right after the time you spending some time away from that person, mm-hmm. it will sink in. So they'll point something out that I need to see for myself mm-hmm. and vice versa. But, um, Yeah, some people do it. They have ulterior motives trying to mold people into what they want to make themselves feel better. Um, some people may come from a genuine place, but at the end of the day, it's good for you to point things out, but to remind them that it's up to them to do the work and that you'll be there. You'll be supportive, but you should be trying to do it for them Mm -hmm. and vice versa. Wow. This is like you were saying a, a few minutes ago, you either do or you don't. There is ain't no try.
1: There ain't no try. When I
6: was a kid, I mean, I was like, what, five, six years old when the Back came out. True. Yeah. I,
1: I need you to hold on with me, brother. We got to go forward. But look, because you cooking right now, stick with me, bro. I'm coming back to Dallas, Texas, to talk to my brother, True Monger, because he's cooking. The Voice of Reason is on fire tonight. Are you a perpetual fixer? we going to find out when we come forward. Feel, See, because I understand that we are dealing with some very deep topics. And tonight is no exception. You got to stop fixing people. Right? Because, listen, you don't have all of the resources they need they have all of the resources they need it's about companionship it's about support it's about encouragement more so than actually doing their work for them i see you true i'm coming right to you brother agree or disagree we are born with much more inherent capacity and resourcefulness than we know unfortunately we don't realize this because we have been treated otherwise our entire lives. We have been treated as if we don't know what is in our highest or best interest. And we have given our power away to others to know for us. Then we go into the relationship with all of these weird expectations that these people and their performances should be the mortar to the walls of our heart. To the walls of our spirit. No, you just have to reorient yourself with your inner treasure chest. And the treasures that are in that chest connect you to the divine source of all that is. You connect to that. You don't have to seek love no more. I know people don't want to hear that tonight. I told you, your relationships are inverted you seek outward for the most meaningful things when you should seek inward. And when you seek outward, expectations and of course, disappointment ensues. True Monger from Dallas, Texas, get in here man and finish cooking with me, brother.
6: Yes sir. Uh my dad saying I was I was basically I was a young child when uh Empire came out when Yoda said what he said. I'm like like, what does that mean at that time? I was like, I didn't start really learning those lessons until, like, I was involved in sports where there was no try. You either did it or you didn't and you didn't participate. So you overcome whatever obstacles you had to be able to stay on the field, stay on the court, or whatever it is. But in relationships, it's a little different because, like you were saying, some people come in with expectations or they're seeking something external when they're not looking internal. So I think people got to go through these experiences and learn from them. Like uh, the clip you played earlier, where she, uh, she was talking about she the relationship was a success because she learned from it.
1: Right. And
6: she'll be better going forward.
1: But that's, the, that's, thing. How, that's the thing. That's the yeah, thing. Most people are in re- relationship with a desired outcome. That's what they're relating mm-hmm. to. Like, uh, this person can get it for me. So continue, brother. Right. All right learn, once you learn those lessons
6: and you realize whatever you're looking for starts with, from within and to begin with. You be able to navigate things better, in right. my opinion. Right. Um you be able to recognize things better. You can see where a person's coming from, whether they're being genuine or they're trying to mold you into whatever they want to please themselves at the same time, ignoring you and who you actually are or whether they're trying to escape from something. I and,
1: I, I believe if, it's a combination of a lot of things, but I think definitely mm-hmm. one of those things that, that is, that's overlooked. I think really people try to help other people. And I'm talking about certain people, not all. Okay. Some, but all, mm-hmm. but I believe certain people try to help people to avoid helping themselves. Right. That's what I Yeah, I've,
6: I've, I've been in a relationship when a person was doing that as well. They get so caught up in helping people that they avoid themselves. Yeah. I'm like, that's you, that's can't be good for you. You got to take time for yourself. You got to be able to recognize some things going on with yourself. Like I said, I can point some stuff out. I can suggest some things, but it's going to be up to that person to put in the work, and I'll be supportive as I can with, in whatever way I can. But
1: I can't do it for you. Hey, brother, I appreciate that. Thank you, brother. I appreciate the insight. Didn't mean to cut you off right there. We just close on it right now. That clock ticking. Thank you for the insight. You know how we do. True monger call in here anytime. I appreciate you heeding the call to action, brother. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, man. We up in here. Let me tell you something about spirituality spirituality is a lonely journey that you share with other people uh, what yes it's a lonely journey that you share with other people you're going to find people along your path you're going to resonate with people they're going to have something to share with you they're going to have something to say to you but really the journey you're on is for you Let me do it Krishnamurti's way. If you begin to understand what you are without trying to change it, then what you are undergoes transformation. What does that mean? Sounds like double talk. That's because most people speak in black and white parlance. It's either this or that or what people used to call Aristotelian logic. Right. Which is Aristotelian, Aristotle's logic form, which is either yes or no. No middle ground. Right. Sounds like double talk, but it's not. If you begin to understand what you are without trying to change it, look at how it's worded. Then. What you are undergoes a transformation. He used transformation as opposed to the word change. Change is superficial transformation is substantive. It gets to the core of who you are. Don't help me because you're really trying to help you escape from yourself. Help me because that's who you are innately. A helper. A lover. Someone who cares. Someone who empathizes. But empathy does not come with interest rates. I know people don't want to hear it like that tonight <laughs> oh lord oh he keep telling me it's time to go just when i start cooking it's time for me to move forward when i come forward i'm gonna jump right back on this thought process we appreciate everybody for tuning in and calling in but listen we still got 15 minutes of fire when i come forward the fire shall continue Is it good to you? More Voice of Reason with
2: Zoe Williams when we come forward. forward.
1: And brothers. Midnight Star versus Atlantic Star? What? Hey, man, this has been a very fire battle. I think it's a draw. It's a tie. Midnight Star and Atlantic Star are going at it. Heavyweight blows. But I needed to provide a, a co-host that would bring just a good feeling, a good vibe uh, to tonight's show, because we're talking about fixer syndrome, and people don't understand. You know what creates a fixer? Childhood trauma. Whether they were abused, you know, and you know, there's the the the, the different levels of abuse: physical, sexual, psychological, emotional. But something happened back then. And, you know, they developed this thing, you know, and they, they want to help people. You know, and it's natural for human beings to want to help people. But when helping becomes hurting, because you're not helping for the sake of helping, you're, you're helping for the sake of, of oh, this is going to hurt, <sighs> medicating. Don't let helping turn into your form of self-medicating wounds that you refuse to heal. Agree or disagree, people with the need to fix others are like those white knights that travel from kingdom to kingdom rescuing and helping anyone they come across, even if they don't need or ask for it. Hence, most of the time their acts are futile because their behavior can feel intrusive and annoying. You could do that better. I could help you with that. Let me show you how. Let me. Have anybody has anyone in here made the mistake of inviting one of these people into your lives? Asking them to come in and help you. And then finding out all the help has been marinating in these wounds. So it's not help anymore. You start to see them as a relationship broker, investor, a slight collector, the whole nine. Rescuers belong to a profile that is known in psychology as the White Knight Syndrome. This term was coined by psychology professors Mary Lamia and Marilyn Krieger at the University of California, Berkeley. It's a great book. I've given away about 10, 15 copies. These people live in our lives, quietly, unbeknownst to us. When I come forward, the final sec- segment of the relationship pa- repairman show. <laughs> we turn this off, man. Turn, send for me. Don't send for me unless I ask you to send for me. <laughs> Listen, man. I got so much to do right now. Let me just do this really quickly. Uh, my brother, uh, Andy. I want you guys to hear something real quick, and then I'm gonna go to my good friend who's on the line right now. Andy, play, play this right now because this should do it all this should say it all go ahead always with you what cannot be done hear
6: you nothing that I say you must unlearn what you have learned
3: alright I'll give it a try
6: no
1: try not do or do not there is no try That's all I needed to hear. Do or do not. There is no try. Don't don't listen to me. Listen to Yoda. Now, let me do this real quick. My brother, Heru Ali, is on the line all the way from Alabama. Heru, Peace I just brought man, I just brought you on because it's your birthday, dog.
3: Man, it was my birthday yesterday, but I appreciate it. Peace of love to the family of nations, honor Zoe, the staff, and Tavis Smiley, not trying to interrupt. Listen, the vacation is almost over, but Michigan and the East Coast is getting snowed in like hell, so I'm delayed in getting back.
1: Yes. Hey man, I, I had to pull you on because it's your birthday, dog. Appreciation, appreciation, nothing but love, Love. man. Thank you for love, love, love to everybody in the chat. Peace. So again, this is a community of people who want to do better by themselves, who want to stop the incessant toxicity of blaming. Part of growing up spiritually is being accountable for the choices and decisions you make. Even deeper than that, you need to find out. Where the desire to choose the way you choose comes from. Krishnamurti talked about the difference between transformation and change. It's easy to change. It's hard to transform. When you transform, what do you have to do? You have to go into the cave. Oh, y'all don't, y'all don't know the parable of the cave? I'll let you look it up. I. They 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 took that and put it in Star Wars too. But I'm here to tell you the cave is this darkness, the shadow self that really needs to be confronted. I'm tired of being other people's devils when I know the devil in you has not been confronted. Aren't you tired of being everybody else's reason and excuse for being unhappy? You're the reason you're unhappy. You're the reason you're disgruntled. When you're going to exercise the devil that belongs to you? It's easy to exercise the devil that came to you, but what about the devil that comes from you? Oh, okay, I'm sorry. Krishnamurti, you may wander all over the earth but you have to come back to yourself. When I come forward, you know who's about to cook. Danny Morrison and Robin Ayers. They coming in. They going to keep the fire lit. Thank you guys for tuning in. I'll see you all tomorrow for Friday. said, my
3: baby, I thought that everything was fine.
2: You say you got to
5: get away.